Episode 155, the fourth anniversary show. Today is the fourth anniversary of Mike Murphy Unplugged, and I take a walk down memory lane and look at the takeaways from year one and see how they hold up today, a few years later. And you are listening to episode number 155 of Mike Murphy Unplugged. Learn, create, move forward. I am your host, Mike Murphy. I'm a one-man band. I'm a technology junkie. I love helping people figure things out, and I am really excited to be here with you today. The goal of Mike Murphy Unplugged, it is to help you learn what you need to know in order to create online content so you can move forward in business and in life. So welcome to episode 155, the fourth anniversary show. That's right, today is the fourth anniversary of Mike Murphy Unplugged. I officially launched on Friday, September 25th, 2015. So in today's episode 155, the first order of business is to say thank you to all of you who have been here with me on this journey since the beginning. You know who you are and I appreciate your support more than you know. So as I was thinking about what to do for this anniversary episode, I went back and looked at the previous three anniversary episodes and thought it would be fun to share my top 10 takeaways from year one as many of them still resonate with me today. And with podcasting on the rise, I think they may be helpful for those of you who may be struggling with your own show or thinking about launching a show. So let's get into this episode 155 with a look back at the top 10 lessons that I learned after year one. Number one, podcasting is a big commitment and hard work. Maintaining a podcast is harder than you may think. Once you launch a podcast, your mind switches to on 24-7 as everything you read is a potential topic or you're always thinking about what your next episode should be about. Writing, recording, episode notes, album artwork, newsletter. You need to show up every week and deliver your best over and over again. And like restaurants, you are only as good as your last meal. So each week, you have to bring it. So my advice in 2016 was... Do not worry about all the perfecting of the cover art and the titles and the technical and the audio. Just be very aware that podcasting is a major time and mental commitment. And to be honest with yourself, do you have the time and energy to devote to it? My advice in 2019? Ditto. Number two, I am proud to be a one-man band. One year of podcasting taught me that the only way to sustain the long haul is to be yourself at all times. I know that I would get more downloads by doing interviews or being a guest on other shows or narrowing my niche or my target audience, but I am carving my own path. And this past year has really helped me realize that everything is a lot easier when you don't try to be anyone but yourself. Talk about what you want to talk about. I am proud of what I've accomplished and the platform I am building as it is all me. That feels good. And my thoughts on that statement today? I am still not breaking download records or making much money with my content, but I still feel like I am just getting started and I am more proud than ever of the platform I am building and the skills and the knowledge that I have developed. Do not look side to side at what others are doing. Look forward and keep going. Slow and steady wins the race. Number three after year one. Podcasting has made me a better teacher, thinker, organizer of thoughts, writer, graphic and web designer, photographer, animator, video enthusiast, audio enthusiast, recording. 
and I am pushing myself to another level on my Mac and iOS devices, and my Adobe skills continue to expand with Audition, InDesign, Lightroom, Photoshop, After Effects, and all of the mobile apps. 2019, Mike? Ditto again. My digital toolbox and knowledge base is overflowing, and I still feel like a novice, but I also know that I have made significant strides from where I was in 2015 when I first started. Funny, the more you study and practice, the better you get. Who knew? Number four on the 2016 list. On a personal level, podcasting has made me more confident. I feel competent to teach. I found my voice and style. I am learning to respect the value of my skills and talents. I trust my instincts more. I listen to my gut. I am a better communicator. I am a better decision maker. I get stuff done without worrying about what anyone else thinks. Well, that was pre-podcasting too. But I have pushed myself really hard to be a better person and teacher and to live a life designed around my strengths and weaknesses. And podcasting has been the catalyst for it all. Podcasting has toughened my character. And my thoughts on that today? Again, ditto. I am still very tough on myself, but less so now, and I am way more confident and sure of myself, especially in my confidence and teaching abilities. Okay, number five, podcasting can be fun and creative. I recorded on a nude beach underneath the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco. I recorded on an airboat with alligators in the middle of the Everglades. I recorded multiple shows from a beach in Naples. Podcasting is encouraging me to up and explore and push my tech nerd boundaries as everything is a potential teaching moment now. Learning how audio works and testing gear and apps and different setups and scenarios is fun for me, and I know there is meaning behind it. 2016 advice, I said, there are no rules to podcasting, so shake it up and have a good time when you can. Okay, my reaction today. Well, podcasting stopped being so fun for me when I started working full-time while also running my freelance tech business, Murphy Concierge, and making daily tutorials at night, which is kind of why I put the show on hiatus. But I still love the medium of podcasting and have zero plans of stopping. As for my advice on no rules to podcasting, I still feel very much the same. Do your thing. You do not need permission or validation from anyone. Just start. And have fun. Okay, number six. I said, scripts are not so fun. I can honestly say that writing the script is not something I enjoy doing, and I usually am mentally exhausted when I finish writing each show. My reaction to that today, another ditto. Writing the script is the most grueling part for me of the podcast process, and probably 90% of the reason why the show became a bit of a thorn in my side. Yet, I do love the role of a script when it is finished. I record each 15 or 17 minute episode in one take, and I'm usually done in under 30 minutes, which includes some redos here and there. Before and after the script writing, the podcast production is a piece of cake for me. But I am working on a new way to kind of eliminate the scripts the way they used to do so I can do my podcast and actually enjoy it and have some fun. Okay, number seven, I said... Done is definitely better than perfect. I was obsessed about learning audio and making my podcast sound good. I learned everything I could about EQ and compression and everybody's podcast sounded better than mine in my head. 
Today, I say, done is still better than perfect. That is advice that I think will go with me to the grave. I would record a podcast on my iPhone today and make it work. Please, if you want to start a podcast, a blog, a YouTube channel, or whatever, do not wait until you get the new gear or the sound panels or extra light, whatever. Start with what you have and build on it. Always try to give it your 100% when you can in terms of quality, but do not wait until you get it all perfect before you start. Because I guarantee you, even when you think it's perfect at the start, it's still not going to be. So get it done and start now. Okay, so number eight after year one, I said having templates and systems are essential. And today I say, this is an easy one. Make everything you create easily repeatable so you do not have to start from ground zero each time. The easier you make your system and workflow, the more content you can create. Put the time and effort on the front end and you will thank yourself later. Okay, number nine after year one, I said, I stink at self-promotion and engagement. And today I say, yep, year one, Mike, nailed it again. I am still bad at self-promotion and marketing, and it is still really important if you want to stand out above all of the noise. Pressing publish and uploading is awesome, but if no one hears what you have to say or can read your article or watch your video, then you, I, am doing those who need it a disservice by not promoting it more. So do as I say and not as I do and be proud of your content and promote the heck out of it. Okay, so number 10, after year one, I said feedback and reviews mean a lot. Well, this number 10 would probably not make my 2019 list. So I end today with what I think is the most important lesson and takeaway that I have learned going into this fifth year, I guess, of podcasting. Do it for yourself and everything will always be worth it. Know why you started a podcast or why you started a YouTube channel or whatever it is that you are pursuing And do not look back and do not look at what anyone else is doing. You do not have to sell or prove your why to anyone. You just have to commit and trust yourself. Stay in your lane. Keep your foot on the gas to keep yourself moving forward to the life you want. I started episode one with this goal of creating content as a means to keep me learning and moving forward knowing that it would open new doors and it would help me find my voice and purpose. For that, I am proud. And while I've had many moments of self-doubt and uncertainty, I knew when I started episode one, it would be a pivotal and important moment for me. And I can say four years later that I was absolutely right. Everything changed the day I launched episode one. And if you ever launch a podcast, you will know what I'm talking about. There was a sense of accomplishment and pride when I saw my show on iTunes for the first time, and I will never forget that. It still motivates me on this fourth year anniversary to know that I did something that many people are scared to do or unwilling to put in the hard work it takes, and I did it for me and nobody else. Looking back at the year one show, I love the quote that I used from author Karen Lamb. A year from now, you will wish you had started today. This is so true, and I still remind myself of this for all the things that I struggle with accomplishing, like making classes and writing books and blog posts. If you have been wanting to start a podcast or whatever that thing in your head is, but you think you are too late or that you missed the boat because the space is getting too crowded, etc., 
I say pure nonsense. Stop making excuses and start today. You are worth the effort. A year from now, you will wish you had started today. I ended year number one with the hard truth, and I will end today on the same note. Patience is the key to the most important things in life. Everything takes time that is worth it, but you have to take the initiative and start creating and doing and taking chances if you ever want to accomplish your goals and make pivots along the way. The hockey legend Wayne Gretzky said, you miss 100% of the shots you never take. Launching this podcast was my first big shot on goal towards creating the life I wanted. And the life I want is simple. I want to learn, I want to push myself creatively, and I want to make educational content that inspires others. If I can do it, so can you. So here's to a happy fourth anniversary. If there is anything I can do for you, you can reach me on social media at Mike Unplugged. You can always reach me via email, mike at mikemurphy.co. You can find the episode notes for today's show at mikemurphy.co forward slash EP155. I thank you for joining me today. I hope you join my one-man band and together we can learn, create, and move forward. Cheers. Cheers.